interesting finish here. 77. Oh, see, and they're going at it. Oh, yeah. Howard and Guard are not happy right now as the two of them continue to have words. We told you Jawan Howard was not happy about that timeout. Yo, and Jawan Howard just threw a right hand. And now we got a scrum. We have a scrum in Madison. Players are pushing and shoving. This is an ugly scene. This is an ugly scene. Oh, my God. For someone to touch me, and I think that was very uncalled for for him to touch me as we were verbalizing and communicating with one another. So that's what ended up happening. That's what escalated it. This is where Wisconsin gathers to talk sports. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. The Wisco Sports Show is on the air. Here's your host, Grant Bills. You know the feeling you get when the Brewers are in the playoffs and you got to watch them on MLB TV or TBS and you got to listen to Bob Costas call Jesus Aguilar, Jesus Aguilera. It just, it just makes your head like it's, I, I can't describe it. It's, it's like no other feeling when you got to listen to announcers talk about your team when they clearly know so little about your team. Like it's just ah, it's one of the worst feelings or when you watch the Fox Sports baseball pregame postgame show in the NLDS or the NLCS in 2019, and I'm listening to David Ortiz and I don't know, the big hurt. Who else is even on that show? I don't know. I don't think about it except for like one week out of the year. And they're talking about the Brewers, and they have no clue. They have no clue what they're saying. And it's, just, it's so frustrating. That's how I felt today when all of the sudden, every big sports talk figure in the country is talking about Greg Gard and Jawan Howard in college basketball. Like, what? <laughs> like, I turn on Cowherd's show today, and he starts with the All-Star game, which is, I think, what most shows would focus probably solely on today. And then it's like, and now we look to Madison where Greg Gard and Jawan Howard, a disgusting act after the game. It's like, when has anyone ever mentioned an 11 a.m. Badger game to lead national sports talk shows on Monday? It's so funny to me, but it's also really frustrating. Just no one talks about college basketball. Zach Heilprin is infinitely more qualified than Colin Coward or Stephen A. Smith. They're like, oh, I'd suspend him one game. What, what the hell do you know about anything? What do you know about anything? And it's funny, but it's also a little frustrating every time we have to hear national big-time talking heads talk about a niche topic, especially a niche topic that we know really well, like the Brewers in the playoffs or the Badgers uh, and that uh, that uh, that bondoggle. What's the hockey term? Donnybrook. It was a Donnybrook yesterday at the Coles Center. My name is Grant Bills. This is the Wisco Sports Show. Hope you had a great weekend. I feel rejuvenated. I feel healed and perked up. My mental and physical well-being just leaped today. We got a 50-degree day with sun. Uh, I went outside and had an experience. Uh, I will tell you about that experience in 45 minutes. We have a human interest segment. I'm going to tell you something interesting that happened to me. That's coming up in about 45 minutes. Hopefully, you spent some time outside yesterday or you went out and enjoyed the weather, or maybe you just cracked open the window and watched the Daytona 500. That sounds excellent as well. Either way, I hope you had an awesome weekend. We are going to talk mostly about the Badgers tonight and what happened yesterday. A little bit about the Bucks, a little bit about Giannis, because the NBA All-Star Game is cool. I know it's probably not most people's thing. Turn it on, watch it for a few minutes. It's cool. 
really why yesterday's All-Star game and the All-Star weekend was so interesting is it's the 75th anniversary of the NBA, and Giannis was a part of this top 75 list. So we get to see him up there with some of the greatest basketball players who have ever walked the earth. That's more so what I want to talk about. We can talk about the All-Star game. If you'd like, if you watch and you want to chat about it, sure, but I'm not really going to build the show around that. Today, we're going to talk more about the Giannis angle of things. One Packers topic. It's a Jordan Love topic. Just a little one is a treat. We're going to do that at 530. This report from Benjamin Albright, who is a very plugged-in NFL newsbreaker, insider. He covers the Broncos, and he's on the Broncos flagship. And he had a tweet about Jordan Love. You know what? I don't even care if it's true. It just got me thinking, and I want to talk about that in about an hour and a half. If you'd like to join the show, you're more than welcome. Encouraged. 608-796-2558. Text or call me there. We'll start taking calls in about 25 minutes. But as always, text anytime. Tweet me anytime, night or day, 24-7, at Wisco Grant. Follow and tweet me there. So I had a wedding this weekend. One of my dearest friends, friend of show, Nate Myhock. He was on a couple weeks ago. Love him to death. Uh, so I had to dip early on Friday for rehearsal dinner and stuff. Thanks again for Ben Kenny for filling in. It was always great. Right? He got to talk about Philly and uh, playing the Bucks, which was the night before. So it worked out awesome. I always appreciate Ben stepping in. I'll level with you. I didn't watch sports Friday night, all day Saturday, and most of the day yesterday. I was going to lie about it and just say that I watched all the skills contests, and dunk contests, three-point contests, but let's be real. Do you really care that I missed the dunk contest? Do you think less of me as a sports talk host for not watching the dunk contest? Maybe you do. I, I think most of you probably don't, so I'll just level with you. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch much. I did watch Wisconsin-Michigan. And most of the All-Star game last night, I, I made some food during the third quarter, but I caught the end. I caught the halftime ceremony, all of it. I apologize also. I missed the Daytona 500, which normally I'm pretty good about watching. I don't watch golf and I don't watch NASCAR, but I will watch the U.S. Open. I'll watch the Masters and I'll watch the Daytona 500. And I dropped the ball on that yesterday. I apologize. But I did watch Wisconsin-Michigan and the All-Star game, which is mostly what we're going to talk about today. Last night when I sat down with my laptop after a weekend of wedding, like you're, you're unplugged from reality when you're at a wedding, right? You're with the same group of people. You're celebrating all weekend long. So when I kind of plugged back into reality last night, started to put together the pieces for the show, there were two things that I kept coming back to. The fight in the Kohl's Center, of course, and Giannis in the All-Star game and a part of the NBA's top 75, right? And the more that I thought about it and the more I organized my thoughts, I read yesterday as a bit of a message, and I tweeted this last night at Wisco Grant. Yesterday was a message to me to appreciate Giannis, to not take Giannis for granted, but also, and to a lesser degree, but still an important degree, appreciate Greg Gard. I want to start with Greg Gard. And if you're a Greg Gard fan, these next 10 minutes will be some of your favorite 10 minutes of maybe the, the entire time you've been listening to this show. I want to get into this. Let's start really basic with the Badgers, okay? Because I think this is important. Wisconsin is 21-5. and five. They're killing it this year. That's something we need to remind ourselves of because we've gotten so used to this team being good, we start to forget. They have road wins at Purdue, at Michigan State. They have neutral site wins against Texas A&M and Houston, which is a top 15 program right now. St. Mary's, which is a solid team as well. There are five losses. One was a five-point loss to Providence, the Friars, really good team with no Johnny Davis. They lost at Ohio State, a loss that they avenged at home. They lost at Illinois. It's tough. They lost to Michigan State at home without Tyler Wall, and they lost to Rutgers. And that, that loss actually isn't looking as horrendous because Rutgers is playing really well, but that's really the, maybe the one tough loss is the home loss to Rutgers. Wisconsin, again, predicted near the bottom of the Big Ten in the preseason and again finishing near the top. If they win, 
if they share the Big Ten title, if they get second or third, either way, massively, once again under Greg Gard, outperforming and exceeding expectations. Now, years ago, when the Badgers were good, Greg Gard was doing it with Bo's players. Remember, we all said that. Well, these are Bo Ryan's guys. You know, he's, he's riding off of the momentum of Bo Ryan. And then that's true. You can have an assistant coach take over and ride the momentum of a great coach for a couple of years. I never really got the Bose players thing because Greg Gard helped recruit those players, but whatever. We don't need to dwell on that. In Greg Gard's first season as the head guy, he takes over and the team's in a bad spot. The team rallies. They go and win 11 of 13 down the stretch. They end up making the Sweet 16 that year. In 2019, team wins a share of the Big Ten title. Remember that win at Indiana at Assembly Hall. And then the season stops. Huge bummer. He's got a coach of the year and a Big Ten coach of the year. His career record is 140 and 75. Four tournament appearances would be another if not for COVID. Two sweet 16 appearances. And you know, after all that, I think Greg Gard feels disrespected. We need to remind ourselves how long Greg Gard has been coaching this team. It feels like he just took over for Bo Ryan. It seems like the period of, 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 uh, of, uh, an interim coach. It kind of seems like we're still in limbo, right? Like, yeah, we think of Bo Ryan all the time. We think of Bo. Greg Gard's been coaching this team for a long time. And it hasn't just been one or two years where this team has been good or exceeded expectations. Really, with the exception of one season, this team has been excellent. Game in and game out, season in and season out. And I think yesterday, the manifestation of, of frustration. That's what that was. I think Greg Gard is, is tired of feeling disrespected. A little bit by his fan base, a little bit by the rest of the Big Ten, and a little bit by the country because his team is still buried in the Ken Palm rankings behind a bunch of teams that his team is repeatedly beating and teams that his team has beaten all season long. Oh, it doesn't always look pretty. Oh, okay. Go cry, right? The Ken Palm rankings, all your computer rankings. Go cry about it. Greg Hart feels disrespected, and I guarantee... I guarantee that these thoughts have passed through the mind of Greg Gard at some point in the last year or two, maybe three. I wrote these down, and I said, I bet Greg Gard has thought about these things. Thought number one, and I'm going to speak as if I'm Greg Gard here. So my team wins seven in a row. We lose one tough game on the road, and now everyone wants me fired. So every time we lose, I, I'm supposed to get fired because I can't do it. My team could win 20 in a row, and on that 21st game, if we lose, all the fan base is going, see, I told you, Greg Gard can't win the big one. Whoa, what, that big one? At Rutgers, at home, on the road against Purdue, a really good team. Win 20 in a row, it's that one loss that says, no, actually, he's not a good coach. I bet Greg Gard thinks about that all the time. So, Greg Gard also probably has thought in the past. So, Nate Reavers and Brevin Pritzel are soft. They don't get any better, and they don't improve. They don't get any tougher. There are many years in my program at Wisconsin. And, and wait, now that's on me because I don't care about them, and I don't really think of what my players want or need. So Nate Reavers is pissed, and Brevin Pritzel is pissed, and all my seniors are pissed because they're not as good as they thought they should be and typical of this generation, and I'm including myself here because a lot of people might do the same thing. It's the coach's fault. The coaches hate me. They don't care about me. They don't ask what I want. They, 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 don't, they don't carve out a role for me. So Nate Reavers doesn't get a shred better from freshman year to senior year, and he's going to cry about it that it's Greg Gard's fault. Greg Gard probably thought last year. Okay, so Alana Tucker records a players-only meeting and leaks it because his dumbass wants my job? What do I got to do to get people to respect me around here? Juwan Howard, after yesterday's game, acts like a baby because I called a timeout that was perfectly reasonable and perfectly explainable, and Greg Gard did explain it multiple times in the presser. 
probably explain it in multiple interviews as the week goes along because he doesn't want to get asked about it, but he's going to get asked about it. I thought he handled it well. We'll hear from him in a sec. So Juwan Howard acts like a baby because I called a timeout, a reasonable timeout in a game where my team is waxing his, and now he wants to do a walk-by. He wants to upstage me. He wants to make his little comment about who will remember that and walk past me. You don't, you don't get to upstage me at my place. All right, you're a nobody. Your team was picked this season to be one of the best teams in the country, and you suck. You're 14-11, and 11 and you're one of the biggest disappointments in the Big Ten. Nay, biggest disappointment in college basketball, okay? And you want to think you're cute and act above me and you can walk by me in my place? Hell no. You know what? I, I'm going to grab your arm. Screw you. I'm going to grab your arm. Oh, it's not classy? Screw you. You come back here and talk to me because you suck and you're a nobody. Oh, you played in the NBA? That's cute. Coach a winner at Michigan, right? Have your team live up to expectations. Or why don't you go try to fight Mark Turgeon again, of all people, right? Juwan Howard who has a fifth of Greg Gard's tournament wins, has only met his Sweet 16 once. That, that's the guy? That, that guy. That's the guy. Michigan is 14-11. They get their asses kicked in a primetime game in Madison, and, 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 and Greg Gard is supposed to let Juwan Howard walk by him and breeze by him and be a tool? Well, you're Bo's guy. You know, you got this job because of Bo. You know, Greg Gard has won of his own volition year after year after year. And the one season where it looked like it was going to fall apart, oh, they have a players-only meeting. It seems like some of the players maybe really weren't cut out for the program. Maybe one of the coaches wasn't cut out for the program. They leave. Oh, what happens the next year? The team is incredible. <laughs> they're winning. They're, they're, they're winning sets of games that this program hasn't won since the 60s. They're winning at Mackey and at the Breslin Center. In fact, the last time they won at Michigan State and at Purdue, those buildings didn't even exist yet. And Greg Gard is supposed to keep his nose down and let Juwan Howard big-time him on the sideline of his own arena? Hell no. Hell no. And, and this crystallized to me last night when I sat down and I watched the post-game comments from Greg Gard. Here you go. Greg, congratulations on the win. Before we talk about the performance, take us through what happened after the game in your eyes. Well, uh, apparently he uh, didn't like that I called the timeout to, to reset the 10-second call because uh, we only had four seconds to get the ball over half court. And I didn't want to put my backups. I had all my bench guys in the game. I didn't want to put them in that position of scrambling with only four seconds. So I took a timeout and it got us a new 10 seconds um, and helped them you know, get organized to get the ball in. And uh, he did not like that when he came through the, the handshake line. So um, I'll leave it at that and the tape will show the rest. You want to know what I heard? instantly when I saw this clip for the first time last night, I wrote it down right away, even though I didn't need to. I wouldn't have forgotten it. I heard Greg Gard say, here, look, here's why I took the timeout. It's perfectly reasonable. And you know what? I'm not going to talk about this anymore. Just watch the tape and kiss my ass. <laughs> because Juwan Howard's being a baby. He's been in the Big Ten for five minutes. He can't figure it out. His team sucks. They're three games over 500, despite being picked to be one of the best teams in the country. Again, my team's a winner. Again, I'm helping players get better. Again, my team is exceeding expectations. And I'm the one that's supposed to come into this press conference and play nice and say, oh, I'm sorry about the timeout, and I'm sorry. You know what? Suck me. That's what he's saying. I, I, I've had a little bit enough of being walked over. My fan base wants me fired every three weeks when my team loses one game after winning seven in a row. Everyone still thinks I'm coasting off Bo Ryan, which makes no sense. And Juwan Howard wants to big-time me on my sideline? Hell no. You know what? I'm going to grab his elbow. Is it, you know, is it perfectly uh, polite? Is it the distinguished thing to do? No. But sometimes if you want people to notice you and respect you, you got to yell a little louder. All right? And Greg Gard got his attention to say, hey, look, you're not walking past me. You're not disrespecting me. Here's why I took a timeout. And you're going to stand here like a man after your team got their butts whipped by my team, and you're going to hear me out. Don't walk away from me. 
Oh, oh, and then, okay, so you want to throw a punch. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> like, that, that ain't Greg Gard's problem, okay? Sorry, there's a little emotion in sports. If you can't handle it, Juwan Howard, I, I don't know what to tell you. But that's what I saw from Greg Gard yesterday. I'm sick of people not respecting me and my program. I don't know what I got to do. You're not walking past me on my sideline. So come back here and listen to what I have to say. And I don't fault him at all for it. Good for him. Never been a bigger Greg Gard fan than I am today. Let's talk more about this. Going to take a three-minute break. If you have something to say, let me know. 608-796-2558. Wisco Sports Show back after this. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisco Sports Show. My name is Grant Bills. Naturally. Come on. We're talking about Greg Gard, Juwan Howard. This is awesome. This is great. Okay. And I'll be maybe the one sports talker I've seen this on radio or TV today who just says that this is awesome. You got a lot of people, old timers on TV and radio, pearl clutching. Well, the children, what kind of example does the set? They're not throwing punches every game. Jeez, give us one fight every 10 years. Make the sport more interesting in February. Please. I love this. People are talking about the Badgers. Talk about college basketball today. This is good for the sport. Now, if they if they start throwing hands every week, okay, well, we'll revisit. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen because I think Juwan Howard's going to get suspended. They might suspend Greg Gard, too, which would tilt me a little bit. I, I wouldn't be shocked. He did grab his arm a little bit. But again, there's a reason why he did. I think this is my take. I haven't heard this. He, Greg Gard didn't say this. But when I watch this, Greg Gard's sick of being walked all over. There's a lot of people who still think of him as Bo Ryan's guy. He got the job because of Bo Ryan. He's one off the momentum of Bo Ryan. No, his team shows up every year and outperforms expectations again. And in a year where Jawan Howard, who hasn't been in the Big Ten as long, hasn't had as much success, his team was supposed to be a top team in the country, and they're not. And Greg Gard doesn't want that coach, and he shouldn't want that coach, blowing by him on his sideline and big-timing him after his team won a big game in his building. And Greg Gard said, you know what? I'm going to grab you. Screw you. Come over here, and you're going to listen to what I have to say because you're not walking past me. You suck. You get back here, you listen to what I have to say. That's my take. That's how I read it. Probably a shred of truth in that. Maybe I'm exaggerating because that's what I want to think. I don't know. We'll never know because Greg Gard would never come out and say that. Let's talk to you, Matt, from Cross Plains, 608-796-2558. Matt, what's going on? Welcome. Hey, Grant. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You remembered my name. All right. Of I course. Love it. Of course. I'll always remember names. Hey, I agree. I agree completely with you. This is this is great for Gard. This is great for Krabbenhoff, even though, you know, his, his head probably hurts a little. Yeah. You know, this you know, helps, uh, you know, fuel the fire for Wisconsin's uh, NCAA tournament run, I think. Uh, you know, it's going to pump the players up, pump the fan base up, most of the fan base, not the guys who sit on their seats in the Cole Center. Yeah. You know? But, uh, you know, I, I liked it. I liked what Gard did. You know, he stood up for himself. He said, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I did. You know, don't don't uh, press Car- Carter Higginbottom, uh, <laughs> you know, Marcus Silver. Don't press those guys with 30 seconds down, you know, 30 seconds left. Yeah, well, you know what I heard? I heard a lot today from college basketball. People like college basketball, former coaches and players who are on TV. I said, hey, you coach your team. I'll coach mine. If you want to press, fine. But I'm going to take a timeout. You worry about what you're doing. I'll worry about what I'm doing, and it won't be a big deal. Juwan Howard, I think, became a little bit too concerned about what Greg Gard was doing. When I don't think Greg Gard, I don't think Greg Gard was upset that they were being pressed, maybe a little annoyed, but he's like, all right, fine, I'll take a timeout, give myself 
a couple of extra seconds. Worry about your team. I'll worry about mine. I, I think if Juwan Howard had done that yesterday, this all could have been avoided, Matt. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's uh, completely under, you know, what guard should have done. And he, and like he said, maybe he didn't know the rule. Well, I don't know. And, and I think maybe, do you think he's taking a little bit of a shot in, uh, at Juwan Howard in the press? Well, I don't know. Maybe he didn't know the rule. I mean, geez, like, it, it, Greg Gard came across as very reasonable and calm, and he did a great job explaining what happened and why that timeout was taken. But when he made that little comment, I was like, I wonder if that's a dig at Juwan Howard. Well, you know, he's a new coach. I'm trying to help him out. You know, see if he, if he doesn't know the rule, I'll, I'll help him out. Like, that kind of sounded like a shot to me. That made me laugh. Yeah, definitely. And I definitely could not tweet it fast enough who he should have been mad at in the first place for taking a bad timeout, which was, you know, Chris Weber. But yeah. some people beat me to it. But, yeah, you know, whatever. Funny. I won't toot my own horn. That's funny. Matt, before I let <laughs> you as, go. As, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, I haven't heard from Dave and Manona in a while, and I have <laughs> to, you know, maybe I should start calling in more as your resident Cub fan who listens to you, you know. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, you know, that's all right. No, that's Let's fine. Let's get this uh, baseball season underway, too, you know. So. Let's do it. Matt, before I let you go, I got to let you know, I was in your fair city of Cross Plains yesterday. I was driving back from Madison, and because it was so nice, I uh, I took the scenic route. I took 14 back, and it's just beautiful, beautiful. And you still have a Piggly yeah. Wiggly. I never knew that, that yeah. I could find a Piggly Wiggly yeah. over here. That's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for having me. Have a good rest of your night. Yeah, thanks. That's Matt in Cross Plains. I was amped to be there. 14 is an awesome drive from Middleton uh, or else Black Earth. I've been to Mesa Maney before. Um, arena. You get to go over the Wisconsin River. It was a fun drive. So, Matt, thank you for the call. A couple of texts here. And, again, you can chime in and talk about this if you'd like. 608-796-2558. Wild Bill says, very good. I think Gard should have come back and give him the old one, too. I don't know if that's a fight that Greg Gard is winning. But again, Greg Gard wasn't about to throw hands. I think it's okay. I'm not going to clutch my pearls and act like it's the end of the world that one Division One basketball coach grabbed the arm and wanted the other coach to hear what he had to say. Is a little aggressive? Yeah, but it's professional sports. Like, we're, we, we chill out a little bit. Dan and Value agree. Thanks for the text. Tim and Menominee says, if Howard wanted the game to be over, how about don't be pressing? Yeah, again. Worry about your team. Coach your team. If you want to press, fine. You do that. I'll do my thing. I'm going to take a timeout to help out my walk-ons get the ball past half court. Like, God, it's oh, it's bizarre. You coach your team. I'll coach mine. It won't be a big deal, but that's obviously not what happened. FedEx Fred, 608-796-2558. What's up, Fred? Welcome. Hey, um, so with yesterday's Badger game. Yes. First off, Joan, if you are going to press, Greg Gard is going to continue to play the full 40 minutes, 40 minutes like it's a, like you're playing it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to press, he's going to call a timeout. He's not going to turn the ball over for you just so you 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 can sit, get out of there 30 seconds earlier and not have to look at the scoreboard because your team got spanked yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Number two, he said, I, I didn't like that he touched me. I'm sorry. Most of the time when you see the handshakes, coaches go in, they shake hands, and with the other hands, they always touch the other arm and give them a little pat. Yeah. That's nothing new. How, how many handshake How many handshake lines have you been through in your lifetime as a coach, uh, Howard, yep. that that's the time you get your upset? You're, you're upset because your team was ranked number five in the nation to start the year, and now you might not even make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 
fix, fix what's wrong in your house before you start fixing what's wrong in other people's house. Yeah, well, and the funniest part was the Cole Center chanting NIT in the background as all of this went down. <laughs> like, that was maybe, and the band never said, the band just kept going. Like, it was just a catastrophe, but it was such a funny scene. And no, I'm not going to act all dramatic and say, like, it was horrible and, oh, the children. Like, no, this happens, what, every 20 years is a fight like this? It was just hilarious from all angles. It was so funny. It was nice to see Greg Gard stand his ground against a 6'9 former NBA player. Yeah. And, and Greg Gard made the former NBA player look like look like a trash. Yeah. You have to go and you, you resort to physical violence yeah. because you're mad because he called the timeout. Yeah. Get it together. Yeah. Maybe Michigan's to start looking at some of their their issues. Yeah. Well, and Fred, before I let you go, do you think if uh, if Juwan Howard didn't throw that punch, do you think we're talking about this at all today, or do you think it's just a little exchange of words and that's it? I don't think we'd be talking about it. If, I, I, if, if he didn't, if he didn't do, if he didn't throw the the punch slash slap, this it's never talked about. It's, it's brought up in passing of, hey, a little scruffle at the end of the game with the Badgers in Michigan. But, you know, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, it, it wouldn't make national news like it is today. No, I agree. All right, Fred, I'm going to let you go. Have a good night, man. Thanks. Thank you. FedEx Fred, 608-796-2558. Well, that's – Juwan Howard just made some of the most bizarre comments. And, again, guard was a little aggressive – and I'm not blaming him for that. I'm not putting that fault on him. But if you were to nitpick the situation, you'd probably say, well, you know, Greg Gard, he kind of grabbed a hold of him and, and talked to him sternly. And, and if he doesn't do that, if Greg Gard just walks right past Juwan Howard, none of this happens. But my point of my take and what I'm saying on this show today is Greg Gard shouldn't have to do that. Greg Gard shouldn't have to placate Juwan Howard. He shouldn't allow Juwan Howard to big-time him on the sideline of his own stadium. Greg Gard is a coach that I don't think gets the respect that he deserves. And I'm pretty sure that Greg Gard probably feels that way. And he said, you know what? Not today, Juwan Howard. All right. Your team sucks and you have to eat this. Okay. And you're going to shake my hand. And if you're going to act all mad at me and make a comment, I'll remember that. Well, no, you're going to hear me out because you might actually not know the rules, <laughs> which Greg Gard pointed out in the press conference, which I find funny comes across as super reasonable, but I think it was a little bit of a dig too. Here's Juwan Howard explaining a little bit. I don't, I don't take any of this seriously, what he said. I think everything that came out of his mouth in his press conference was a fallacy. I think it was dumb, uh, but I, I play it because it adds, I think, necessary detail to this whole situation. I didn't like the timeout being called, and I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I thought it was uh, you know, not necessary at that moment, um, especially being a large lead. Um, and then for having a timeout um, to be called with three seconds or four seconds ago, um, you know, I thought that that was... You know, what I felt wasn't fair to our guys. And so that's, that's what happened. You know, what's funny is when I listen to both of these pressers, I, I hear something similar. Greg Gard didn't want his guys to be in a bad spot. I wanted to look out for my guys, give them extra time to get the ball over the court. And Juwan Howard saying, well, I don't like the timeout of what that meant for my guys. Listening to both of these coaches, they both want what's best for their guys. They're looking out for their guys. Greg Gard was. Juwan Howard thinks he If you want to look out for your guys then coach your guys, right? If you're going to tell your guys to press, great. Do what you want for your guys. Leave your starters out there. If that's what you think is fine, fine. All is fair in love and war in basketball. We hear that all the time, right? And 
Greg Gard's looking out for his guys. Stop worrying about what the other coach is doing. Worry about your guys. And again, if Juwan Howard just would have done that, this wouldn't have been a big deal. Really quickly, let's take uh, one more call before a break. Vagabond John is here. Vagabond John, welcome. How are you? I uh, have to rethink about what a press is now after the great esteemed <laughs> longtime head coach uh, decided to say it was not a press. I mean, do you know where Juwan Howard coached prior to his time at Michigan? Um, no, I'll just admit, no, I, I was actually looking at his career resume today, but only for, I wanted to know how long he'd been at Michigan and kind of what his teams had done, but no, I, I don't know. Tell me. So I, I don't think he coached before this. Let me and know. to me, it's like, what do you kind of expect when you take a guy who's pretty recently retired, you know, the last decade since he's off of full NBA career, <clears throat> great career, by the way, nothing to take away from him. Um, you know, he's a good guy as you've heard many people kind of echo yeah. afterwards. But when you take a guy uh, against a Greg Gard who's been a professional coach for 30, 35 years now, I mean, it's just you, you really saw the tail of the tape. And, and for him to come out and just say, man, it wasn't a press, that's just tough. Yeah, that's you know, wrong. that's that's wrong. It, it's wrong. And, and for him to try to, I don't know, I don't want to make it a political conversation, but that really is what – Gaslighting is, you know. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. It's it's trying to it's trying to convince somebody. I mean, now we for all of those people who wonder what gaslighting is, Juwan Howard just tried to gaslight America and tell them that that was not a press <laughs> defense. And I don't know uh, how much you you know about that, but it 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 was just pretty incredible to watch. I will say your point about Greg Gard. Um, I'll admit I was wrong uh, when Kobe King was leaving that was probably my low point only because i was pretty high on kobe king love kobe um obviously i was wrong and i said hey i loved kobe king can't believe greg guard couldn't keep him around i'm suspicious too. as a coach he he has crushed all of that criticism since then and then some and he's he's a wisconsin guy you know he and chris both are pretty milk toast at the end of the day you don't yeah. see him get fired up so to see him get fired up like that i mean i was i was excited uh, and for the people just defending Juwan Howard, a lot of them were saying, you want to see passion for their guys. Yeah. And I'm saying for Wisconsin, you can kind of feel the same way. You saw uh, he, he didn't apologize for anything, and he was just passionate. And he, he made his case, and he said, hey, I didn't like how this ha was handled. And I was uh, really pleased to see him step up in a way that I have not seen him do uh, before. You know what was interesting to me, John, is is Tom Izzo is passionate. He yells and screams more than anyone, right? Tom Izzo and Greg Gard have so much respect for each other. Those two, when you see them interact, you can tell how much they respect each other, even with how passionate and loud Izzo can be. I don't know why Juwan Howard, like, calm down, man. Like, I, it's okay to be upset, but, like, be willing to talk to him about it and discuss it man-to-man, -man, and don't throw a punch at Joe Crabinot. Like, when you throw that punch, everything else you say, I'm sorry. Like, that, it goes out the window. Like, ah, God. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, was, uh, it was terrible. But, hey, let's not take it away. It can't be all about the coaches. The no. Team. I know I've been calling in the last couple of weeks. What a heck of a win. I was uh, skeptical. I'll be first to admit uh, when I sports bet, I bet with my mind and I did take Michigan. Uh, so I felt really bad about that about halfway through the second half. But, hey, <laughs> I was uh, very pleased to see Chucky Hepburn. I mean, that step back three-pointer. For those of you who think, you know, the world's going to end when Johnny Davis leaves, I mean, we kind of saw a similar year from Johnny Davis last year as to what Chucky Hepburn is doing this year. And so that's kind of going to be my narrative over the offseason. Can Chucky Hepburn take a Johnny Davis-like step? Yeah. And I don't see any reason why he can't. I know they play slightly different positions, but um, I'm excited. I uh, saw some good things from Crowell. 
Yep. Uh, love the dunk attempt by vote. Uh, <laughs> you know, attempt. obviously didn't work out great, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you love to see the aggression on all ends from this Wisconsin team. You really saw a lot of passion all over the floor. So I'll leave with that. I know you probably got a break coming up soon, but I uh, love, the, love the conversation. Yeah, thank you, John. Have a good night. That's Vagabond John. And I do have a break coming up. You're so considerate. We're like six minutes late. Chucky Hepburn, again, I'll say this every time he comes up. He gets better every single game. There's tangible things when you watch him couple times a week, we're like, oh, I've never seen him do that before. Wow, he's gotten better at that. Wow, his touch has gotten better. Like something every game where he gets better. And it's a shame that we can't see peak Chucky Hepburn along with peak Johnny Davis. Their timelines are just a little bit different. But, man, Chucky Hepburn, if he gets a little bit better every game like he has been, is going to be an amazing compliment to Johnny Davis and even Tyler Wall as they get towards the end of the regular season Big Ten tournament and beyond. Let's take a break because we're like we're getting close to like 10 minutes late for break. This is bad. Be back in five minutes. Let's keep talking about this. Don't go anywhere. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Interesting finish here. 77. Oh, see, and they're going at it. Howard and Guard are not happy right now. As the two of them continue to have words. We told you Jawan Howard was not happy about that timeout. Players are pushing and shoving. This is an ugly scene. This is an ugly scene. Oh, my God. I love, that's one of my favorite sports calls in so long. There's so much going on there, right? Because they're trying to wrap up the broadcast. The music is playing. And then they got to pull it back. And the music fades out. But the band in the crowd keeps going. And then the fans start chanting, N-I-T. And, I, and you got Brad Davis and trying to get everyone together because he wants to go sing varsity. And then the strength coach is given the suck it sign into the state. Like it's, it's great. It was perfect. It was art. So much going on at once. It was a catastrophe. That's great. Yeah, Juwan Howard's going to get suspended. Maybe Greg Gard gets it. If Greg Gard misses a game, whatever. Worth it. Don't let Juwan Howard big time you on your own sideline. Damn right. Good for Greg Gard. I think it would be stupid if he got suspended a game, but... Typically how politics work. Well, we've got to discipline both parties. Well, then why discipline anyone at all then? Just whatever. 608-796-2558. I have a couple of texts that I want to get to, including one from a new texter, Hector in Onalaska. Uh, and this is a little bit of a longer one, and I want to read it. But, Hector, I think what we should do here is, like in the broadcast, I want to play the music in the background because that was one of my favorite parts of this whole scene as they were they were playing this upbeat uh, college basketball music in the background, so that's what I'm going to do. Hold on. I'm going to play this as I read your text. This is a tribute to the scene yesterday. Good afternoon. My name is Hector. I'm from Alaska. I'm a FedEx driver and listen to you on my way home from Viroqua every day. I'm a Michigan guy, but married into Badger's family, so I support both teams. I agree with what you said uh, that Greg Gard is probably saying. He definitely gets a lot of disrespect and does not deserve it. In my opinion, he is one of the best college coaches right now. Very disappointed in Howard for his actions, but honestly not surprised. Michigan absolutely sucks this year, and Howard acted like a child because of his anger over it. Don't press when you're up at the end of the game if you don't want them to call a timeout. Coaching 101. Hope you're having a good evening. Love your show. Hector, you too. I appreciate that. And that's why I'm keeping this music going here in the background. Yo! Yo! (laughs) This is my favorite part. This is an ugly scene. It's an ugly scene akin to Joe Buck. 
about 20 years that ago. That is a disgusting act. That's one of my favorite calls of all time. I'm so glad Joe Buck did that. There's so many people that are so jaded about how that was such a stupid call. I don't care. This makes me laugh at least once or twice a week. That is a disgusting act. <laughs> Yo! Yo! <laughs> this is an ugly scene. I need to stop. I have a text here from Dave from Monona. Dave, thank you. Said Greg Gard didn't know the rule either. The official had to tell him after he called timeout. So the official, I guess, came up to Greg Gard and said, hey, the clock resets if you have a timeout. Right? It's like, it's kind of similar to in football when there's a holding penalty or a false start or something when the clock is moving in the two minute and the penalty would incur a 10 second runoff, but you could avoid that 10 second runoff if you spend a timeout. It's kind of along those lines, right? You can reset that 10 second timeline counter by taking a timeout. So Greg Gard's like, well, I got all my walk-ons in there. I guess if Juwan Howard wants to turn this into a learning experience for his starters that are still in there, I might as well coach this up as a learning experience for my guys. So I'm going to take a timeout so we can actually run a legit press break. And Greg Gard even said, we're going to get the ball across half court. We're not going to shoot. I'm going over this with my guys. And I guess that made Juwan Howard really upset. That and the fact that Greg Gard touched him or whatever. You know, I addressed with the, the head coach that I will remember that because of that timeout and uh, for someone to touch me. And I think that was very uncalled for for him to touch me as we were verbalizing and communicating with one another. The Lord is with thee. um, That's what ended up happening. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Oh, sorry, I was just saying a prayer for Juwan Howard after this traumatic experience. Wisco Sully uh, says, hey, man, these situations happen. I'm reminded that there are people in sports uh, that are, wait, I'm reminded that people in sports are some of the most sensitive people on earth, especially with the unwritten rules. If it was such a big deal, they would have made it into an actual rule. That's a very good point. This reminded me a lot of baseball. And I got thinking last night, imagine trying to explain this to someone who doesn't watch sports, (laughs) you know, like someone who doesn't watch sports, someone doesn't understand basketball. And you have to explain to this person why these two coaches are fighting. There's no way it would make sense to them. Just like unwritten rules in baseball. Oh, so Juwan Howard threw a punch at an assistant? Why was that? Well, um, Greg Gard took a timeout. Well, did he have a timeout to take? Uh, yes. Yes, he did. Uh, did something happen during the timeout uh, that, that, that angered Juwan Howard or something like that? Oh, no. Uh, it, was, it was quite literally just the taking of the timeout that angered him. Well, why? Uh, uh, you, just, you, just, you don't take a timeout when you're winning or something like that, I guess. I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Right? That's hard to explain. <laughs> doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't get it. Um, it's the same with unwritten rules in baseball. Just take a deep breath. I think a lot of this would be just avoided with a deep breath. Juwan Howard, calm down. Shake Gardy's hand. If he wants to explain something to you, just let him before you keep walking. My God. So text here from Derek. Derek, well, these are a lot of texts. He said, Juwan Howard is lucky he didn't get his ass kicked by Joe Kravinoff. If that would have been at a bar, Juwan would still be down. Yeah, I don't know. Kravinoff's a big guy. I don't I don't know if we need to hypothesize about that. Um, I spent a lot of times at bars. That doesn't mean I would be a good at a bar fight. The key is if you frequent bars a lot and you're like me, you're just kind of tall and skinny, there's not much to you, you need to have friends that you know if something goes down would come running to your aid. Uh, that's my strategy. Let's take one call before we take a break. 608-796-2558. Welcome to the Wisco Sports Show. Who's this? Hey, this is Larry up in northern Wisconsin. Larry, not to be nosy, but where in northern Wisconsin? I love northern Wisconsin. Well, 
I'll tell you where I'm at. I'm at a bar that used to be called Broken Arrow, and there's a bar up here. When Juwan Howard reached them in the face, yeah, we the- were laughing so hard about it, man. I tell you, you know something? The game. People are getting thrown on the floor, getting tripped, getting banged, getting beat up, and Juwan Howard goes, "Nobody touched me." He touched me. He can't do that. Well, what's what a joke, Larry? That a lot of you see a that. lot of these pictures where they 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 do the handshake and then they grab the elbow, right? Every it's just how coaches do. They you know give a little pat on the shoulder. It's not a big deal. All right, I, I want to tell you one other half of this story. I've been coaching for twenty five years, and I'm not going to say where. Okay, but there's been many many times I've been. So upset about whether it's officiating or the other coach or their team or whatever, and I just wanted to walk by the other coach, and they have stopped and grabbed the, my shirt and said, "Are you okay?" or "Or sorry about that?" or sure. "Or good luck next time." You let it go. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, this he touched me. I'm so that is it. Really, I, honestly, we got guys up here. We're all loggers. Okay. They're all loggers up here. They were laughing so hard. I mean, and then the, there's this other guy on ESPN this morning who was talking about no one has a right to touch the other person. Oh, what? I'm like, what is what? What is this basketball game that we just watched? That was one of the most physical games I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it was very physical. You know? Bizarre, especially in the big time. Anyway, I just, you know something? <laughs> I got to say one more thing. Yeah. Some of the things on for you, mm-hmm. you just, you just increased my respect for you because there's been a lot of things that you say on your show. I'm like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> on Alaska and, on Alaska and lacrosse is a, is a, is a bedrock for basketball come on now. oh it is oh it yeah. is it very much but, is but that's but fine I, but i want to tell i want to tell you you this show have made me a believer yes you've made me a believer what a day for this show <laughs> thanks for the call larry oh man <laughs> it, let was, you go. it was funny it was it was just hilarious you know just hilarious i can't believe how uh how, how it was uh <laughs> the whole the whole day has been nothing but Jawan Howard and his pathetic little tantrum. His hand slap. Yeah. yeah that's... And, and I hope he does I hope he doesn't lose his job. Yeah, same. But I do believe he needs to, to be suspended. Yeah. And uh there was a there was a uh caller. Jawan Howard coached four years in uh Miami Heat. Yep, he was, and I looked it up too. He was an assistant coach for the Heat. Never had coach, never in college, but he had a little, you know. Eric Spolster's not open hand slapping guys on the side of the court. At least not that I can remember. Uh, that was, uh, I'm telling you, I was, I was in the, in a, in a, a, a kind of a rough neck bar when he did that. They guys were rolling on the floor laughing so hard. Oh, it yeah. was just. So funny. Oh, my God. All right. Thanks, Larry. Wow. I got to let you go, but I appreciate the call. <laughs> thanks, man. Have a good one, man. <laughs> you too. We're taking – is it because I'm advocating for guys grabbing grabbing each other, maybe throwing hands if need be? They need to do this more often. I think this is Ebo's fault. Ebo always talks about how I was soft. He texted me today, and he's like, so I'm assuming you're going to defend Jawan Howard tonight? What What kind of reputation have I created for myself? Maybe I need to look inward. What a, 
but not before I play this. That <laughs> is a disgusting act. Let's take a break. Otherwise, we're going to be all off schedule. We're getting close to 5 o'clock. Wisco Sports Show back in three minutes. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show my name is grant bills hope you had an excellent weekend i didn't really know what we were going to talk about today i had a wedding this weekend so i didn't have a lot of time to sit down and get show stuff ready i didn't watch the dunk contest skills competition well the nba all-star game sunday night but i don't know how much we're gonna be able to talk about that we're gonna talk a little bit about Giannis, if not today maybe tomorrow and then juan howard had to throw an open hand slap and i was like there it is there it is Big smile on my face. That's what we can talk about. That will be fun. Mike is in downtown Madison. Everyone is chiming in. I believe if I've traced the name of the bar that Larry, who said he was in northern Wisconsin, gave me, uh, that's that's up north Lake Holcomb, uh, if I found the right bar. So we're going all over the place, all the way from the Northwoods up on 53 to downtown Madison. Mike is in Madison. Mike, what's going on? Welcome. What's up, man? How was the wedding? Uh, it was, a, honestly, well, seeing you ask, it was a blast. It was one of my best buddies. Um, they've been together for a long time, so it was it was cool. We danced a lot. We drank. We were married. Just all of the best wedding things. Nobody said something bad at a speech or anything, so 10 out of 10 experience. No one, no one reached across and hit anyone in the face? No, no one. Also, no punches were thrown, so we came out ahead oh, of nice. the Badger game in that department, yeah. All right. So I was sitting uh, at the uh, Echo Bar and Grill, you know it, um, pretty big badger bar yeah and uh just sitting there watching the game with my wife and uh you know obviously they freaking tanked michigan in that game they just killed them and yeah you know we were kind of like with that timeout situation we were kind of like thinking something might happen not like thinking that was going to happen but like maybe some words would be said or whatever and when basically when coach joe when he stopped him right there and, like, kind of pointed at him a little bit. I, like, tapped my wife on the shoulder. I was like, wait, wait, watch this. Watch, watch, watch. And then the guy reaches across and smacks him. And that just, oh, it was awesome. And I'm not advocating for the smack, but well, the bar went nuts, and it was awesome. I mean, we're not advocating so. for people to hit each other. But also, like, every once in a while, I'm also not advocating for people to not hit each other. Like, this is electric. Can we admit that? I don't feel I, bad about saying that. This is awesome. I like the I like the uh, the confrontation you know, between the.